This is the Midday Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. I'm on the phone line today with Brian Doherty from Total Farm Marketing for today's show. Brian, what did we see so far today on the grain markets? Mixed. Uh, I've got corn currently uh, trading a couple to three higher uh, soybeans, about a dime higher, but wheat lower. Um, continue to struggle with wheat. Uh, the idea is that there just isn't any real new positive news, or at least the market doesn't want to factor or focus maybe on what could be positive news, and that's continued dry conditions in the western half of the United States, southern plains, uh, issues maybe up in the Canadian plains. Uh, instead, maybe focusing here on a on a technical picture that looks a little soft with prices uh, moving under the 40-day moving average last week and then trying to recover above that failing. Uh, the kind of word on the street or the bet on the street is that uh, for now, no expectations, or at least maybe growing a, a less expectation that there will be problems extending the corridor between Ukraine, Russia, United Nations, and Turkey. Um, that seems to be, you know, kind of continually in the news here in the last two weeks, and when wheat prices have struggled. Um, and in fact, ADM uh, CEO Juan Luciano. Um, he was quoted as saying, seeing nothing significant that could derail extending Ukraine Black Sea Crane Export Corridor deal next month. So so when I hear those kind of things, it's just that there's not a there's not a growing concern um of of any derailment there. Um livestock market, cash cattle prices continue to you know strengthen, look good. It puts uh, cash cattle near the one fifty or over one fifty, it puts futures in line with that, deferred months showing some premium and Feeders off or uh, mixed today. Um, hogs a little bit softer up to a strong surge higher. And milk prices uh, a little bit softer on the front months. Brian, for farmers here in Iowa who are either wrapping up harvesting, in the middle of harvesting, wherever they might be, where do they need to be looking each day? What numbers do they need to be looking at? What do they need to be focusing on day to day right now? Yeah, so I think there's a couple of things you need to focus on. One is being safe. It's a certain time of year where you're just you're working and working and working, and maybe you've got some rain delay here to, you know, catch your breath. But uh, so that would be number one. If somebody said to me, I'd say be safe, uh, take your rest. It'll get done. Um, two, what are you going to focus on? I, I think in the in the bigger analysis, you want to focus on you know how much corn you're storing and what your expectations are out of that, because right now there isn't a carry in the market. Um, and then what do you do to defend that, uh, to plan for the unexpected? So lots of farmers are storing corn. And I've always kind of coined the phrase that, you know, what what's lurking out there that can be most painful to most farmers? Well, that would be prices tipping over and the market not rallying and recovering. So I, w- I would focus on maybe strategy there, maybe go out to the march, look at a fence strategy. You don't have to spend a ton of money on it. You gotta manage the risk on it, but you know, buying it out of the money put, maybe selling it out of the money call. That way, whatever I'm putting in the bin, I know I've got a safety valve against the prices corkscrew. My mind goes back to late June when prices, it didn't matter if it was corn, cattle, stock market, everything dumped out hard. And I always want to be prepared for that type of move. I think in soybeans, you really want to think about whether you want to pay if you're going to commercially store them or dump them and retain the ownership. Uh, Yield results have continued to remain varied. I would say the last 10 days, I'm going to tip the needle a little bit toward better than expected for most. 
And Brian, when you look at the rest of the markets right now, of course, that big story that continues to play a big part is the Mississippi River and those low water levels. At this point, is there anything that would need to, that could change to effectively change that in a big way? Or is it just going to be a matter of maybe getting a little bit of rain and helping to alleviate that somewhat and get some more of those barges moving? Well, right. So unlike if we go back a year ago, we had the hurricane, uh, I think it was Ida, that, you know, really disrupted flow of river traffic. Um, but there was a, you know, a horizon of when that might get better. Um, we don't know when this is going to get better. It's it's a dilemma. It's a problem. Uh, we're seeing rain push across the Midwest. Hopefully a little bit of a change in pattern and it, it helps out. But, you know, if you've seen the pictures I've seen, it's pretty dramatic and things are really slowing. So, the problem there is it really creates those who depend on the river system or, or uh, you know, have have ties to it. It really kind of makes that basis struggle. So there, I might be more inclined as a producer to be patient, wait to see if we can't get basis approved, get some moisture, get the river back flowing to where it should. But I'm I'm inclined to you know encourage producers to uh, not plan on that anytime soon and start thinking about alternatives or how long you want to store. Thank you, Brian, for the analysis. As always, how can listeners get in touch with Total Farm Marketing for more great info? I'm just going to leave you with a phone number today, uh, 800-334-9779. Uh, love to have quick conversations with people and just answer their questions. I feel I can hear what they're saying uh, rather than an email. Uh, but email is always fine, too, if you want to just shoot me an email, brian at totalfarmmarketing.com. But much prefer the call. Uh, we've got a really good chance to share good ideas in a short period of time. He is Brian Doherty with Total Farm Marketing. Brian, thank you for the time and have a great rest of your week. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Thank you. That was Brian Doherty with Total Farm Marketing. It's time now for a check of the midday numbers. At midday, December corn is up two and a quarter at 683 and three quarters. November soybeans up nine even at 1381 even. Soybean meal for January up five even at 407.40. Soybean oil for January down eight cents at 69.08. Chicago wheat down eight and a half at 830 and a quarter. Minneapolis wheat is down nine and a half at 948 and a quarter. Quarter. Kansas wheat is down nine and a half at nine twenty-eight and a half. On the Merck, live cattle for October up ten cents at one fifty-one seventy. October feeder cattle up a dollar seventeen at one seventy-six eighty-five. Lean hogs for December down thirty-two cents at eighty-seven sixty. December pork cutout down twenty cents at ninety-seven fifty-five. And class three milk for October down two cents at twenty-one seventy-eight. This has been the Midday Market Report. I'm Mark Magnuson. Stay tuned for the closing markets later today with Riley Smith as he talks with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.